Welcome to this podcast, Flashlights in the Dark. We are four tireless seekers willing to share with you our fascination for consciousness, for the consciousness of us humans. We are Juliette from the Netherlands, Job from Belgium, Lorena from Canada, and Bart from Belgium. With this podcast, we hope to give you new perspectives, stimulate new ways of thinking. Welcome. Hello, Job. Hey, Juliet. Here we are again. Mm-hmm. And this time we are face to face. Yes. Um, I drove all the way from the Netherlands to here, <laughs> to Belgium, to record this um, podcast. Um, and this is a new episode for uh, our podcast, Flashlights in the Dark, uh, episode 17. Yes. And the topic today is uh, the myth of helping. Mm. And I looked it up. Myth is uh, something, an idea or a story we have, but it's not fully the truth. Um, so what is there what I don't know about helping or what is the other side of helping which we normally don't see? Mm. Yes, um, well, I think uh, why I choose this this word myth uh, of helping because I think there's a lot of misunderstandings mm. about helping uh, my whole way of looking at the word helping has really changed in the last years. And um, I think if we don't know also the, I think the word helping has in, in for me at least in the first impression, only positive. Yeah. So like this helping is like, it's great and also positive. But I think that I've learned in the last years is that in, in helping, there's also a dark side. Yeah. So then I, when I was thinking about yeah. this topic, at, at, for myself and with my clients, then I thought like, well, this is great for flashlights in the dark yeah. to, to, to really shine a flashlight yeah. about these myths, about these yeah. things. And at least the way I think maybe a little bit about how, how we from the reconstructive schools yeah. think about helping. Yeah. So um, that's why I thought, yeah, it's good to, to talk about it. It's true because when when we think about helping, it's like oh we do good and we feel good, mm. it makes us feel good, um, and helping um, others like Mother Teresa, you know the famous helper uh, all over the world. She went all over the world to help, and we see it as a very good thing. So um, what is it that um, and also helping goes two ways, right? It's us helping somebody mm-hmm. and also us asking for help Mm. that would Mm. also be uh maybe a myth to talk about but i guess yeah well you want to talk about the first one yes the first (laughs) but of course uh it's connected Mm. um because i think that people uh who who like to help or who are like uh, natural born helpers Mm -hmm. there's also something about what they how they ask for help or not. So yeah. let's keep that yeah, both exactly. of us in mind that we address that yeah. uh, topic uh, later on. Yeah, yeah. So um, why uh, I, I thought about it, it was so good to talk about uh, this topic is that uh, I think um, when we 
only look at the positive side of mm -hmm. uh, of helping then um, I think we might do it from our belief system that came really young. So I think when you are uh, in your childhood, you learned in some way that uh, uh, helping others was really good and mm -hmm. it helped you. It was a good thing to do in your family and maybe it was a good thing to do in your culture, then it it becomes in our program and in our belief system that doing this kind of helping is like is always good so it's it's the it's the narrow view of like okay um this is what this is what we have to do and there are no exceptions and there are mm. no mm. ways of that that also could have uh, another side mm. a side that could be uh, more negative but how can we know this negative side how can we find out about it well i, th I think um it's well the third first thing is to realize that um uh, that there might be a negative side so every time yeah. when you want to help or yeah. you you feel the i also think like you feel the urge you yeah. know like um if if it's so in your in your system if you think helping is so good it's really in your autopilot yeah so a little really little example yeah. is when i was doing this thing a couple of years ago with like hmm, helping it's not always good and maybe sometimes you take away strength hmm. of people so you take away the opportunity to let them do it themselves yeah And when I was thinking and puzzling with these topics, um, uh, I was uh, in a supermarket and uh, I saw a small boy who wanted to grab coffee or cereals. I, I don't remember, but he wanted to grab something. And my first impression, my urge was <gasps> to help him yeah. to, to get the yeah. pack, of, pack of coffee and to give it to him. But I felt it and I was puzzling with it. So I said to myself, try it to do it not one more one time see what's happening so i really it was difficult because it was such you want to help i also think become the later because i feel good about to help yeah so it's not always that you really want to yeah. help helping is good for others but helping gives such a good feeling yeah but at that moment i really thought i'm not going to do it so it was almost forcing my hands oh. uh, behind me and look what was happening And the boy stepped with one foot on some place there mm. and with one there. And he grabbed the pack of coffee or whatever he needed. He looked at me <laughs> and he said like, isn't it great? <laughs> really? Yes. And then I, that was such an experience um, that I was like, oh, what, mm. what did I do if I would have taken the, the pack of coffee and given it to, to him. I would have taken this whole experience away from the boy that he is able to do it himself. And that shows... And, and, and that really showed me that maybe, okay, I have to work on this topic. I have to work more about, I have to learn more about what are the, the, the good sides and the bad sides or what are all consequences of helping and why am I helping? Yeah. Because I think that urge that you want to do it for the boy, yeah. that's that's something that comes from our autopilot. Yeah. And I think what I think is that we, if we 
do it less from our autopilot yeah. and we think like okay does he need help or not or can i ask do you need help or not yeah you know or and yeah, yeah. um it's it's more from respect for his process yeah because it's it's he's a boy and he really yeah and felt even great. then he might say from his program Mm. Oh yes, please, because yeah. he knows that people want to help him. Mm. A lot of helpers, they they want if he wanted mm. to please the helper, which a lot of people also want, that he might have said yes. But we have to do it more consciously, to That's... really think like what what's going on here, or maybe uh, uh, we are also a lot of times afraid that something can go wrong. Yeah. So, because our yeah. auto autopilot, our belief system is so focused on always being safe and yeah. always doing good yeah. for ourselves and for for the others. So, I think maybe a lot of people who look at it, like, oh, he might fall, or yeah. the coffee might fall, or mm-hmm. something had be broken. So, but to then he might have thought if i would have helped him mm-hmm. like okay i can't do this or mm-hmm. i have to ask help or these kinds of things are not possible for me so you confirm almost yeah. but, but just uh, going back to the boy you said maybe he um uh, he is so used from his program to ask for help mm-hmm. um um But what is wrong with that to ask for help? I mean, what can that do with you if you act from your program asking for help? And so there are two programs acting mm-hmm. on that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So just just for maybe the others to understand, what what does that do with you if you act from your program and and um, um, you don't go out of the program? You always repeat the same thing again and again. Yeah. But how can you find out? Well, um, I think um, asking for help uh, when you are a child and you mm-hmm. you ask for help, I don't know if it's if you really need it or if it is like um, this is the best way to act because this is what people expect from me. Mm-hmm. And and I think it's quite difficult to, to know that. But of course, when you become more an adult, then you can, uh, and you want to, to learn and to want to investigate, like if I'm now asking someone for help, if you really look like, okay, what is the help? I always say to myself and also to clients like, if you don't know it well write it down mm. i think I, i've said it in previous episodes yeah because then you have it more clear so if you need help and i think what i said like this urge or this yeah um automatic automatic thing that you that you want to help or that you ask help um i think if i if i ask uh help for something uh, I think most of the time I do it from my from my autopilot because yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. something in my system uh, tells <laughs> me or you can't do it or you don't know how to do it or um, uh, it's better to ask someone who knows it better because maybe you will do it wrong or another thing is that um, 
if you do it yourself, the other ones who probably really want to help feel uh, neglected or uh, not seen if you don't ask them for help. So you're even also pleasing at the same I, time. Others. I think so. Yeah. Like so the thing <laughs> is, like, if you feel that, that you want to ask help, yeah. you have to ask to make it more specific. Like, what is it that I want to do or that I need? Um, okay, it's yeah. about this and this and this. Uh, what can I do myself? What do I know how to do it? And which with which part do do I need help? Yeah. And it, the more you get it, I think the more you get it clear about what it is, then you also know, okay, and if I'm going to ask uh, help, what will be the consequences yeah, for exactly. me? for the one who's helping and maybe also for someone else. And if we, and I think that's what we call conscious that mm -hmm. you do it with more conscious, mm -hmm. like what mm -hmm. are the consequences? Mm -hmm. And maybe if you write it down, you think, well, if I ask it now for help, then the consequences will be like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if I don't ask for help and I will try anyway, what will be the consequences? Well, maybe um, if I don't ask for help, it will take me uh, a whole day. And if I will ask help, yeah. it might be finished in an hour. And then the other consequences is if I don't ask help and I do it in one day, mm -hmm. I probably learn it and I really do it mm -hmm. on my own way. And then maybe uh, next week, it only takes me half a day. And at some point, I know how to do it myself. So you grow in it. And if I ask help for one hour, maybe I, I, I always ask help for a certain point and I never develop it myself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And at some moments that would be good. Mm -hmm. You know, that's like working in communities. You, know, mm. you don't have to do it all yourself. You don't have to know it all, but it's depending on every situation. Like is because in maybe in some situation for the same sort of help, I can consciously say, yes, now I need help yeah. because I want to be efficient. And I, I, I really need to have this done in a few hours. I don't have the time. And I know that the consequence is that I'm not going to learn that part yeah. really well because someone else is going to help. Me. Yeah, that could be the question also, like, does it make me stronger or does it make me weaker? Yeah, like always putting that on balance. Yeah. And also, Check. does it make uh, the other person mm. stronger or weaker also the other person yeah, yeah. yeah. because i think yeah. um we working as coaches and therapists yeah. um there's we i think most of us really have something deep down from our childhood that we really like to help and to take care and i was when i was thinking about it i was like okay it's the helper but all the time another word came in my mind and yeah. it's more like the rescuer yeah it's even to stronger really all the time thinking Rescue, that yeah. that he has to to, uh, to save others yeah and um yeah what i think uh is um, maybe it's not for all people and not for all kinds of therapy but what i really learned the way i i, I worked like five years ago i think i took more care of the people mm. and and not always really pushing them mm -hmm, to get stronger mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but more like you know like mm -hmm. holding them mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and i know that maybe 
20 or 30 percent of my clients still need um, the first time a little bit to be holded mm -hmm. so that they're their fundament, their, mm -hmm. their, that they can be more stable and then mm -hmm. they can work on grow. Yeah. But if we uh, uh, do that holding too long, we make them weak. Yeah. Yeah. So, and and yeah. sometimes I, I, uh, I get new clients and they have done so much therapy. Already. And already. Then like years ago, like uh, I haven't done therapy or coaching the last year, but uh, four years ago, I did two years of that. And, and then I asked the simple question, okay, what did you learn? Yeah. And then a lot of mm -hmm. times they say, well, learn, I, I don't know. Okay. But um, why did you go there? Because you just told me that you went there like every two or three weeks, a couple, a couple mm -hmm. of years. Well, I always felt good mm. after. Mm. And, 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 I, and I think I did the same. Five years ago, yeah. I probably did the same, but because in this work, the way we work now with the transpersonal coaching yeah. and the reconstructive, we learned more about the negative sides of yeah. keeping people because we keep people too long in therapy. Yeah. We keep them too long in coaching with, with this so what do you expect from this client then if you go on talking a little bit about transpersonal well, coaching uh, first i explain like okay um the, the the kind of therapy that you had in the past that kept that that um in some way you like because you went there a lot of yeah, times over yeah. a few years so uh, and at the same time you are not going back to her or him so it says something that you don't want the same. Yeah. 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 I you think want I want different. something different yeah. this time. Mm. Okay. So I will offer, I can offer you some, something different, but you have to know, um, don't be shocked that I'm not doing this. I'm not going to, well, we have video here, <laughs> listeners. So I'm holding my hands together like a small bed or whatever, or a couch, like, which, which um... meaning like, I think that, I don't, I, I, I tell them that I do, I'm not going to take care of you too much. I'm, I'm going to, uh, I think yeah, about helping. My new way of helping mm -hmm. is to show you more about your responsibilities, yeah. your consequences. And then sometimes they don't like that. Mm -hmm. But of course that yeah. we need to, to, to to experience that or to to know that to grow that there's yeah. something in you that you can do it yourself and you don't need me all the way like yeah because I, I i i don't want them to um become dependent on mm -hmm. me and i think a lot of us natural born helpers who do it unconsciously and mm -hmm. we are not aware of we are or we are not conscious that in some point um we we like it, I say, but I think in some, yeah. I, I think uh, if I look, I, I will talk about myself. If I, I, yeah. I, I really like, I made myself, I think quite big, yeah. like being a therapist and coach, like helping people and, mm. and, and they come back every time and they hear so long. So I must be so doing something really well. So I felt good, but in some point they are becoming dependent uh, mm -hmm. on us and that's something that i really really don't mm -hmm. don't want anymore. that changed so i don't want them to be depending and i really well you work 
like in the same yeah. method that I do, we really like yeah. to work short, yeah. like really a, a few strong sessions, yeah, and that clear people and get insights to to. Yeah, do things and, differently and to make steps to growth that's very important i think um but also when we, we talked about this process of transpersonal coaching um i just would like to go back to um because helping we do also helping uh in daily life like sometimes we are so not conscious about it but like oh i need to help my parents oh my children need some help oh my boss I really mm -hmm. like to help at work everybody. So, mm -hmm. well, you know everything about the burnout. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> we have another episode about that. Um, but would that also be like, um, how can we get that clear that the balance is needs to be there? Like 50% is mine and the other we can, has to do the other 50%. So I don't need to rescue and save, but mm -hmm. like in daily life also, mm -hmm. um, because we, really sometimes want to take care of everything mm -hmm. how can you find out where is the limit um, to, to keep more balance well the first thing that that comes up in my mind now is like if this way of helping does it make a change that's if yeah. something's going to change uh. that um and or change or growing that if i do like this something happens or something yeah. moves and changes that it goes differently i think that's one of the first things to yeah. look at if you help and it's going to be repetition and yeah, you okay. think you're going to do that kind of help next week and every time again then maybe it's not i said maybe not good because if your boss is asking a type of help for you twice a month to do a certain kind of uh, uh, um, project or help from him and he pays you and you think the balance is okay yeah. but it's repetition but you do it consciously and you know like okay this is what i get this is what i have to do um this is also what we um what's in my yeah uh, contract that i have to do yeah, exactly. then there is i think no problem it's okay. then it's okay but if you feel like, well, I'm doing something, uh, but it's not in my contract, and I know it's more or less something that my colleague has to do, mm, mm, mm. but I also know that my colleague is really stubborn and always saying no. So my boss is asking it to me because I am more like mm -hmm. the helper mm -hmm. and I am more like, yes, okay. And you get recognition <clears throat> from your boss. And you get recognition. So you yeah. are in some way you get yeah. happy, but at some point, in, it, in it, another it level, you. it exhausts you. And at some point, maybe what I experience also with a lot of clients who help too much at work, yeah, yeah. they they uh, they know they are uh, a bit abused. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, they are then yes or not conscious that they let themselves abuse. Yeah. Yeah. But then if they come home, and they have helped a lot of colleagues and bosses, but they are mm -hmm. not really, really happy deep down. And they come at home and their child or their partner and is asking they... something. <laughs> Poof! Yeah. Then and then and then they are guilty because then they are really angry to their partner or to their children because 
you, you they cross have, the limit, right? Yeah, you, you, you pass the limit. Yeah, yeah. So and then they don't. They are. They they get shocked about them their, their own, own way. Behavior. And then of course they are feeling guilty, and they say, like, oh, "I'm so sorry. I shouldn't do that." And then the first thing they're going to help even more, because they might maybe the partner ask something that if they looked at the consequences and the way it was, it could be something that yeah. they wanted to do or not. Yeah. At first, they don't look at it. They don't look at like, what is my partner asking? Is it okay? No, is no, it the right just... time? It's just instantly the no, because they instantly, yes, was there all the day. Yeah, so it's, it's finished. <clears throat> I hear you say the word finishing uh, <laughs> yes. or finished, uh, Juliet. So I think, well, we don't time. have to make it too long this episode <laughs> i know we are such helpers yeah, and we, we want love. to give we want to give so much but we, we have to to, to look at yeah so we're coming to an end mm. and um i think to wrap it up um helping is a true art that's what you tell me a little bit like mm -hmm. the art of balancing mm. uh, giving too much or not too much um what would you like to say or add uh, which you probably didn't say yet or anything yeah to, to well end I, it. I i sometimes like to to use the the three c's mm. not the c's like the sea of an ocean but the letter c mm. the three c's like a check of checking can and consequences so in the checking it's more like um what is it that uh, I want to do if I want to help or if I want yeah, to yeah. ask help? Yeah. And uh, what is it that if I want to help, like uh, what is it that I want to do and what is it that the other one needs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just check that. Just check it. What is it about? Oh, what is that. really that that has to be done or in what way I can help? And then to look at can, can can I do it? Mm. Can the other one do mm. it? So that you really know, like, what is it? And, and can he or she do it or not? Or what do then you have it already more like, okay, maybe I have to help only this part and not to do yeah, everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the last one, I think it's really important one is about the sea of consequences. Yeah, yeah. What is the consequences for me? Like if I help all day my boss or my colleagues we just talked about, yeah, yeah. what are might be the consequences for me and for my partner or for my children? Yeah. So maybe even even know that my colleague is exhausted and that that she is, uh, I still might have to say no because yeah. I have to take responsibility yeah. for the consequences yeah. for me. Yeah. Oh, we can go on for hours. Uh, we can it's go uh, on because for now this but is an interesting yeah. part as well. Um, thank you, Job, so much for this conversation. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed to learn a little bit more about the art of helping. Thank you, listeners, for listening to this episode 17. And if you have any questions or comments on this topic, um, you can find us on social media. You can send us an email. And uh, I think it's so interesting because the, one of the things is that we, we wanted to show our flashlights in the dark. So there are so many things about we don't know. So if you, listener or viewer, uh, know more myths, myths, it's a really nice <laughs> word, the, uh, things about um, uh, helping, please let us know, put them mm. in the comments. We, mm -hmm. we can have... Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, some more mm -hmm. vivid or live yeah. uh, talk about it. On how you experience helping. That's yeah. very interesting to hear also yeah. from you. 
So thank you very much, Yop again, and uh, see you next time. All right.